um, uh, Father Chuck. Oh, Mike, come on in. Hey, come on in, Mike. Hey, how you doing? Hey. It's- oh my God, I you looked. Can I just say, fantastic. Uh, thank you, thank you. Your your suits. The more buttons you add, the better they look. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that note. I'm glad you approve. Do you? You're one of my favorite parishioners. I'll just say it. I know. Sorry, Lord, we're not supposed to take favorites, but well. Well, you know, you're I, just you're always you always show up and you always put at least fifty dollars in the basket. Oh, shucks, Chuck. I mean, that, listen, well, listen. Hey, I, someone's that, heard my podcast. Hey, hey, shucks, Chuck. There you go. I, I listen. Oh, shucks, week. Chuck. And I'll I'll tell you what the um, you, you make it very uh, shucks, Chuck is such a great podcast. But I also well, will, shuck, shucks, Chuck. I'm sorry, you're thinking of Chuck Shucks, which is about you know the process of corn farming and processing corn my podcast is aw shucks chuck where i um what's that word bashfully uh talk about the bible yeah yeah exactly and i will say the last few months you have been hitting really really hard on the tide you've been emphasizing that a lot well what i really want to emphasize to people is that Sure, you can tithe, you know, $1, and that'll get you access to the weekly episodes. But if you bump up to that $5 tier, $10 tier, that's a monthly bonus, a Q&A. You know, physical perks could be coming. We're working on finding a supplier for that. But, hey, what can I say? I'm just trying to get the Lord's word out there. Now, why did you come in to see me? Yeah, well, you know, don't get me wrong. I love to just shoot the breeze with you here, Father. Um, But... I, I gotta I do you have a minute I, I really kind of have something that I that I gotta get off my chest I think so I've got uh I've got will Arnett coming in later so oh no kidding he shouldn't he shouldn't be here until three it's you know yeah you we, been, we should you, be good you've been pulling some pretty big guests I mean you had Paul F Tompkins well, last week I was I was really <laughs> impressed at that one hey I got the bump I got that PFT bump yeah 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 I mean, he was not totally on board with the Catholic angle. I don't. I think he thought it was some sort of improv show, but he was he was here. Oh, listen, he said, you, "I have to do them." You know, you you could make a Pete Holmes out of him anytime. I'm sure. Um, but <laughs> but uh, but but yeah. I, I regardless. Yeah. I, I I hope I won't take. I don't think I'll take up too much of your time. Um, can can I have a seat? Please sit anywhere, okay. and don't be thrown off. We're gonna get permanent furniture. The pews are just in here for now. Obviously, my there's a pew behind my desk. My desk is a pew, and there's a pew on the opposite side of the desk. And I, I am noticing the, the foldable pews from the in the in the actual uh, in the actual yeah the folding pews for when more people come over than when we're expecting. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. they're great because you can just fold them up, put them on the wall in the garage. It's it's uh, very convenient. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. So, what's bothering you today, Mike? Uh, well, you see, it, it Mike has... G. That stands for Jesus, right? you're a little bit off there it could be it could be mike jesus but um no it's not it's actually mike jamaica uh not that Mm. that's relevant i I, want to make this clear i don't want to this is not like seal of confession or anything like that it's nothing like that i actually just need need some advice um oh so absolutely i i love when young men come in and ask for advice from their favorite priest It, it just warms my heart yeah so um and you didn't want to call into the podcast? You just didn't want to put this out there publicly? No, I feel like that would be a bit of an invasion of privacy, to be honest with you. I'm a bit of a I don't know. I think when I have Dan Savage on and we do it, we have fun. I, I have a, 
this is kind of a private thing. I'm not really one to put like my personal business out okay. there. Okay. No, I understand. In fact, the fact that you already know my full legal name now already makes me a little bit un- uncomfortable. Not, not. I trust you, hmm. Chuck. Don't worry. You're, you're, you're a good pal. But, but also, uh, it's just between you, me, and the Lord. Yeah. So, okay. So you know my co, my coworkers, right? The mayor, Alex Shear. Yes, I did vote for the mayor. Yeah. Oh, he you did voted get for my him. vote. Yeah. Yep. I haven't seen him in church. He came and when he was campaigning, yeah, he came know, by and said he'd be coming to church. He'd see me every Sunday. Yeah, you know what? Don't out, think I've seen him. No, it turns out he's Pentecostal, actually. <laughs> Anyone could have guessed that yeah, yeah. by looking at him, he's a, by knowing anything about him. He's Listen, th- that man contains multitudes. He's he's great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know him. You know the mayor, and you also know my other, my other co-host, uh, Adam, right? Hmm, I can't say that I do. Can you describe him for me? Sure. Maybe it, I've seen him after church. Sure. Maybe um, at the pancake breakfast. Maybe. If you could imagine what a uh, short, <laughs> if you could imagine what a short hipster with like a coffee in his hand, if you if listening to NPR like that guy, when you picture a hipster with a artisan coffee on his way to a craft brewery with an NPR podcast in his ear as he walks. Hmm. That face, Adam. Oh, yeah. Okay. So no, like additional dimensions to him, like that. Oh, you know, <laughs> just kind of the walking stereotype of a uh, like 2010s hipster. Yes. Yeah, so- you know, bow ties and vinyl kind of hipster from the early. Oh, no, no, he doesn't do. He doesn't. He doesn't do bow ties. He doesn't. Suspenders. He doesn't do. Not anymore. We we've talked to him about the suspenders actually. Um, but, but yeah, no, he's got the, he's got the Coke bottle glasses. He's got, um, he's got, he's got a, he's got a nice beard, nice five o'clock shower at basically all times. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's that kind of guy. About five foot even, I think. <laughs> sure. It's not more like five, five and a half. Kind no, that's of way too tall. That. That's way too tall. <laughs> way, way, way too much. Even with the lifts in, hmm. Um, okay, so uh, no, I, I I think I've seen him. Does he hang out outside of the car wash with a, a big sign that says separation of church and state? That sounds like something he would do. Yeah, that sounds about right. You know the car wash that's attached to the church. Yeah. Used to be the Catholic school, but we ran out of money, so. Ironically, the car wash was originally to raise money to save the Catholic school, but we were just pulling in absolute bank so we decided hey let's just wash cars in jesus name amen no no i understand it's the it's the it's the old um baptism by by suds i i i understand that you got the got that hole up there that's it's great it really is it brings in numbers which seems to be taken off inside the church as well the baptism by suds Saved and cleaned at the same time. Yeah, listen, People seem to love it. Listen, uh, you know how hard it is to bathe a baby. Yeah, I, I was going to say the parents must love uh, doing the twofer. Um, it's, that, that's got to be very helpful. They sure do, and it saves them money too, because you know we charge. Yeah, I, this. Hey, listen, we got to turn a profit somehow. Amen. Amen. Hang on, we cut to the middle of the church where the little <laughs> baptism pool has been replaced with a baby-sized car wash. <laughs> All right, sir. Do you want uh, standard baptism and cleaning, or uh, you know, you want the suds? Like, what, what, what do you want for your child? I today? want a double rinse cycle. Actually, that'd be great. All right, hang on. Let me take this. The body of Christ. <laughs> Let's push him through. 
Max! Yeah, I know your friends. What about them? Uh, okay, so the problem is I'm having... All right. I'm having trouble sleeping with them. No, no, like actually like, you Lord. know, like REM, like kind of snoozing kind of stuff. You and your friends are starting a tribute band? No, no. No, REM, like this, like the the sleep cycle, like the the rapid eye movement, the, the the dreaming and stuff like that, like actually lying down, getting eight hours of of sleep. Oh, I I don't I don't know that I knew you were in a cohabitative situation, Mike. I, I don't. That that's you always a- come to church alone. I thought maybe you were a bachelor, but that's it's good to have people to share your home with. No, it's great. No, like I said, well, Alex has his own religious traditions and. Adam's got to have a uh, ride to the to the car wash for him to hold up the sign of protest. Um, so we we just carpool there. It's great. Which we're trying to install at the car wash, get him to stay a little longer. Exactly. Right, so we were listening to our our we were basically preparing for our podcast the other night. You know the one. Everybody loves. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, that's the one. Um, which, I love that show. Yeah, you're a regular listener. We see you in the comments all the time. Um, which we very much appreciate. We were watching um, season three, episode twenty, "Move Over," um, which which is the one about how Raymond. This is season three, episode twenty, "Move Over." When Ray can't sleep because Deborah wants to cuddle with him, Raymond goes and visits his church to get help instead of actually going to therapy. And then he becomes a little too. Uh, 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 what? Oh man, was I sleep podcasting again? You guys, you what? gotta what? do better. You gotta do better. I'm right here. I'm in between the two of you. You cannot keep snoring in my ear every single night. Oh, Mike, why are you scooching away from me? I need, I need my my cuddle buddy if I'm gonna sleep. I don't want to cuddle you. I don't even see you. Oh, I'm on top of you. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. Yep, I'm underneath. That's fine. That, cool. I was that was one of my better sleeps. I don't. Uh, yeah. What's going on though? What's happening? I well, would like to actually sleep. That'd be nice. yeah. It's it's what two in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike, what the hell's your problem, man? What the hell's my problem? My problem is that you guys suck at sleeping with people. What's your problem? What do you want to upgrade from a twin bed or something? I would love that actually. If we could get a king bed, I feel like that's that would be more designed. And I, I would. You know what? Could I get the edge of the bed every once in a while? Edge? No. Edge is for winners. We gave you the bottom edge. There is no bottom edge. Also known as the foot. Like a dog. Guys, it's a twin bed, and I, I the, the foot of the twin bed is not big enough for my body. It doesn't fit. Oh, my God. Mike, you sound like Ray. How do I sound like Ray? Ray might have had a point this episode, guys. Have you ever thought about that? No. Um, maybe. No, well, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Hold on. I gotta, I gotta go downstairs and and get some coffee. Do you, did we get the 16 bags of Arabica that I ordered? Yes, but the, but the coffee maker's broken, so. I'll just, I'll just eat it dry. Okay, that's fine. That's good. I'll be right back. Bring me some. You know how he gets Mike without his coffee. Just get him, let him eat his curds. (laughs) So, you, so so were you sleeping well? I think I made it pretty clear that the answer is no to that question. Did you sleep well, Alex? I mean, yeah, I was getting the uh the the what's it called? The the sleeping. The, the deep sleep? sleep. 
what do you call it? It's the three letters. Oh, are you actually just forgetting? It's R-E-M? Is that what you're referring to? No, I don't forget. R-E-M-S-P-C-T. I know. Yeah, that's it. That's that's the one. Okay, listen. Alex, we got to have a conversation here. You Why? left the show running on repeat for the entire town of Limbrook for three hours straight because you fell asleep just... on, the re- on the rewind button <laughs> the remote. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Oh, no, it's the it part with the because... chocolate. It, it, it's the part where the chocolate... Uh, mix spills yeah. and just that one part and Deborah goes no yeah. and then it's just that over and over again created a gif that you are playing to the entire town of Limbrook over and over and over again I'm sure they're loving that I bet chocolate milk mix is gonna skyrocket in sales is that a thing I, I always just use chocolate syrup yeah, there chocolate is syrup. chocolate milk mix as well have you ever had Ovaltine no shit's good Ovaltine is good I've not had Ovaltine I've only ever done the chocolate ha- milk hang on Adam! Adam! What can I help you with? Get get the Ovaltine! I'm standing and some milk. right in front of you, Alex. Oh, Adam, go get some Ovaltine and some milk. Oh, Jesus, fine. Just, I'm going to leave my coffee here. Yeah, our, six our glasses other. if you wouldn't mind. Oh, and one for Mike. Okay. All right, if we're just staying up for the night, then I guess we'll, we might as well make make use of this time, right? We might as well record. But I got I to gotta be honest with you. This sleeping arrangement is not working for me. It is not respectful to me. And I feel like I'm getting the short end of the stick more ways than one. Well, you remember why we started sleeping like this. I mean, it's the same reason I record our sleeping every night. What do you mean? Why? why can you explain that a little bit more? Because I don't remember. I genuinely do not remember. That's fine. Well, you remember uh, the other night when I was sleeping alone and I heard a noise in the midst of the night. <laughs> What's that? Oh, my God. Oh my god, that could be anything. So yeah, because because our apartment because our our place is haunted, uh that is why I summoned you both to sleep with me, of course, for the last uh couple nights. You sure it just wasn't our old buddy Gus Hunting Goose? Goose nope. Hunting Gus. Uh, <laughs> the Gus Hunting Goose is his arch enemy. The Gus Hunting um, Goose and Goose Hunting Gus have been going at it for generations. Yeah. But uh, you know, because I'm recording us paranormal activity style, but only the audio. Um, because, you know, sometimes I, I have butt scratches in the middle of the night and no one needs to see that. And sometimes I accidentally scratch your butt. And again, yeah. Can I go on the record and say that I don't want you scratching my butt anymore? Dude, you, why? You don't have 24-hour access to my butt. I just need access during it's, the night. All right, here's your over, over, overteen? No. Overton. Here's Thank your you. Overton. No, overeteen is something else. Here you go, Mike. All right, thank you. Listen, guys, I understand the sleeping arrangement has not been ideal. I certainly wasn't a fan of it. I have a king bed at home, and so to come here and share with you guys feels a little bit of a downgrade. It's like a sleepover, though. Sleepover. And I... Sleepover. I'm sorry, I didn't... I didn't understand why we were doing this in the first place either. Fear. Uh, Alex heard the latest, overheard the latest incident between Goose, Goose Hunt and Gus and Gus Hunt and Goose and uh, Gus. Mm. That, uh, that is a, that's a theory. It's not true. It's almost certainly it's a theor- true. 
It's a theory. We have, uh, there's no evidence that that's what happened. Well. It's a cool bed. I'm surprised you guys haven't complimented me on it all week. It's like one of those race car um, beds. Race car is a strong word. I mean, it's it's a Camry. Camry. Okay. Cam- Camry, tomato, whatever. I, I've just never seen the reasonably priced mid-sized sedan bed. I didn't know. Did you have this made specially or? No, I I, I mean, look, it was the only one in my price range. Uh, you know, I drive I drove it off uh, the bed dealer storefront myself. Uh, it was half off because it was a dent in it, so they couldn't sell it at full price. Uh, but I buffed oh. that out and, uh, you know, Mike, took it to the mechanic, is... got the mattress fixed up. Runs just Mike. like new. Mike, this is actually this is a car. This is, this is I'm car just trying to realize that this I, I'm realizing that the it, to, this is this a Camry. This is the bottom half of a Camry. This it's not even like convertible. They he just like you can see Wait, the steering wheel cut in half right over there. It's on blocks. There's cinder blocks <laughs> yeah. under here. If we put yeah. if we put if we put um if we put wheels on this thing, it would run on the highway. There's no doubt in my mind. Makes me wonder what happened to the top half. Driving through Newstown, like I'm asleep, but on the highway. <laughs> I'm sleep driving. God dang, that ding dong goes. <laughs> so, I mean, we're up. We are. We have, what, four and a half more glasses of Oval Team to get through. Adam's got his packet of coffee grinds. Yeah. Mike, how's that Oval Team? Is it good? It's actually, it's actually quite tasty. It's actually quite tasty. Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah. Told you. You're right. So, can like, I try? Sorry, can I just put some of the Ovaltine in my coffee and see? No, if it sorry, we're we it? don't have enough. Anyway, okay. since uh, we're up, we 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 would have had to record at like eight o'clock a.m. tomorrow. Yeah, because uh, Mike has to go to church. Mm. Um, inconvenient. They're very that. inconvenient. All right, listen. We this is actually good. There are some parallels between our current situation. And and the situation that Raymond finds himself in. Okay, I have I no idea what you're talking about. Can you explain? Yeah, yeah, no, I don't get it. Okay, so listen, Raymond, right, mm. is trying to sleep. Barone, Barone, Raymond Barone. Okay, it's early. Sorry, is trying to sleep. Now, that's basically the basically the basically the setup of the episode, right? He's trying to sleep in bed okay. with his wife, and his wife is cuddling him and touching his him. His name is Deborah. Thank you. Deborah. You remember Deborah, right? Okay. I do now. Okay. So he tries. Alex has that Farrah Fawcett poster on the opposite wall that he photoshopped to be Deborah. So, yeah, I remember. Very poorly, by the way, I might add. It's very clearly Deborah's head floating on top of the body, but that's that's a different that's a different kind of kind of conversation. Anyway, I okay. It is bleak too because when you say the body, you're not kidding. She's it's did Farrah Fawcett die? She is dead. She is dead. <laughs> okay, so he's trying to sleep. Deborah wants mm-hmm. to cuddle, and he can't sleep while while we're cuddling. And so I will say that that's the main thrust of the episode. Similarly, I'm making <laughs> sacrifices to try to sleep, and you guys aren't respecting my need to sleep. We are doing a lot to make sure you guys fall asleep. For example, we all went over to Alex's house to make him feel better. He gets the ideal situation. He gets... Three quarters of the pillows. And and human contact. And it's human nice. contact. Adam gets the other quarter of the pillows and 
he, we get to play the NPR podcast sound side on loop just so that as white noise so he can go to sleep. I, I think that that's very, very kind. Yeah. I, I actually like that a lot. I'm going to start doing that. That That's it's listen. It is. I, I can't sleep with any noise, but if you're going to go for white noise, I can understand that being kind of Brother. nice. That, that Amen. Is, Mike, you, you haven't asked for anything. What do you I, want? You just, I a mean, you were complaining actual, about stuff, but you, you haven't been suggesting solutions. I would like a pillow. I would like an air mattress so I can sleep away from you two. It's too crowded in this bed. All right, let's be realistic. I feel like those are too realistic. Forget the air mattress. You just give me a pillow and a blanket. I'll make do on the floor. Alex, are you willing to part with a pillow? No, not really. All right, no. then that's the my, end of that. My shoulder is your pillow. You mentioned that I'm at the foot of the bed. It's called the driver's seat, Mike, not the foot. Alex, you have that uh, thing that you punch when you, uh, you know, can't express your emotions. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> No, when Mike's Sorry. not around. <laughs> you mean you? When neither of us are around. That guy in the corner over there, that uh, blow-up guy. You, know, oh. you punch him and he comes back up. Yeah, Jonathan. That's what that's for, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yep, so why that's don't what we, that's for. Why don't you use that as a pillow, Mike? I, I, I guess I'll try it. I guess I'll try anything at this point. But um. Okay. But then I have no one to cuddle with. So I, I will say that when we get when we look at this episode, I, I I I will be real. Yes, we can we can talk all about the ins and outs. But I think I think I can understand Raymond's struggle here. He's, he's trying to sleep, and his his wife won't let him. Deborah's well, I can understand Deborah's struggle. Uh, she just wants some physical contact, and her uh, emotionally un- underdeveloped husband will not give it to her during the day or night. And she just wants some some skin on skin, baby. And she's not getting it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a weird mood today. It's no, two in the morning. I'm tired. I agree with Alex for what it's worth. I'm it's definitely... How? Wow, that's really mean. I'm sorry. I'm Almost. operating on zero sleep. I'm, I'm, I'm a little... You are Burt Reynolds sprawled on top of Jonathan the blow-up yeah. doll. Yeah. He's Burt Reynolds, but I'm Hurt Reynolds. That, that was mean. <laughs> Save that one for the highlight reel. Which I promise I'm going to finish. I'm working on it. You guys saw I was up till, you know, 15 minutes ago working on the highlight reel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just came to bed, and that's what woke Mike up. I've been trying really hard to make it look like your dunks are real, Mike, in these clips. but They are just... definitely real. Come on, man. Come on, man. They're nice. They, they, I, I tried them like eight times. They're nice. They're nice. <laughs> I got the trampoline off screen and everything. What's the problem? <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's clearly one of those Fisher Price little tiny basketball hoops. Not if you edit it right. <laughs> well, I tried to I tried to work around it. I tried to edit you into White Men Can't Jump, but I mean you you prove the title. I didn't come here to be insulted. I came here to talk Raven. Anyway, I kind of agree with Alex that Deborah, for a couple of reasons, Deborah wants physical intimacy from her husband and just general affection, displays of affection ever. Um, not an unreasonable request. B, they've been together for, I think, nine years at this point. 
Nine years. They said it in this so, episode. Nine years of cuddling it, is enough? W- no. The yeah, other way, good. it should have come up earlier that this situation was not working out. And I don't buy Ray's um, rationale that the only reason he's bringing it up now is because she asked. That doesn't sound like the Ray that we know. Night one, in my mind, Ray is complaining. That is actually, so I don't actually, see why he didn't no, take actually, that. That is, that is no, I, I, I disagree with you both actually on this. I okay. think it actually makes perfect sense that he just not has not bring it up, brought it up because the only thing Ray likes more than complaining is not having any sort of confrontation or communication mm-hmm. at all. Good counterpoint. That's true. So I totally believe he will happily suffer in silence and complain about it in his own head than actually address the issue and try to fix it. So I just think that's that's a point in Deborah's column for me then because if he's been suffering in silence for nine years, how is she supposed to know that he doesn't like their sleeping arrangement? Okay, but here's yeah. my other thought. Raymond is a lot of things. He's not smart. So how that's does true. he how does he or he's not a genius, I'm sorry to those Ray heads out there that are the Ray fanatics. Um, but I will say, how on earth is this the first time he's being caught sleeping in on the couch in the in the living room? Like if this yeah, is a regular. Yeah, was he really that careful? Yeah. Uh, maybe he's always had an excuse before. What's the excuse? Besides, I couldn't sleep. I don't know what the what. What's the other excuse? I'm too drunk to make it up the stairs. He's not now. He was up know. really late trying to edit a clip of a guy tripping over his own shoelaces on an outdoor basketball court in the inner city into a dunk. That was very specific, Adam, I, I would say. Hmm. All right. Is that a reference to a movie that I don't get? It's a reference to you failing to dunk a basketball in front of all those teens last okay, week. Okay, you could have just said it's coming out soon. <laughs> uh, that, w- that definitely will be in the highlight Listen, reel. Listen, the teens were the worst part. Well, the nickname they gave you didn't help. Loser. <laughs> yeah. I, that's a good nickname. I had it embroidered on this pillow, pillow for you, Mike, but yeah. I, you know, I need it. Then you took my embroidered pillow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I took your loser pillow. So again, it's actually very comfortable. Okay. Right. And I got a pillow from the release party for Beck's first single, but I can't part with that, so I'm just going to... I use it to put between my knees. You know, Mike... All of all of this negativity, I think it's probably s- stemming from a different source. I think you should talk to someone about this. You really think so? Yeah, because I, it's not us, obviously. I'm trying to be clear. I'm trying to talk to you about it because you guys are the source of the problem. But if this is, uh, you, you know, I'm, you know, I'm tired. You know, I kind of want to go back to sleep. If I'm being honest, we still uh, we got to get up. What at eight? You said. We, yeah. we got a good four math. Four? It's two in the morning. Mike, what's math? It's. I mean, I'm fuck it. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't sleep. All right. Because the sound's like, a downsider. All right. Listen, I got to. Try, try sleeping on the floor. We'll see if that works. And if it doesn't work, we'll talk about it again in 30 to 45 minutes. All right. I'm getting out Whatever's of Whatever's comedically convenient. Support for NPR is provided by the David Rubenstein Foundation. Rubenstein. Well, Mac, that sounds like an unpleasant sleeping arrangement, certainly, but I I don't 
where what sort of advice do you need? It well, seems like one, you if there's one your thing, friends wanted to talk about it. They they didn't want to talk about it actually. They 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 kind of refused to and if there's one thing this episode of Every Bit Lives Raymond taught me it's that if you need advice on uh, how to deal with people touching you you should talk to a priest. Ha. What was I'd, what the fuck was what was who was that? Uh sorry, that's Lionel. He is my Mm, I, I don't know what you would... What would you call yourself, Lionel? You help out around the church, right? You're a, yeah. a handyman. Sounds by good. day, I'm the altar boy, but by night, I'm whatever you want me to be. Lionel! He loves these jokes. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> he's he's funny. He's I'm hilarious. Funny. I'm he's, very serious. He's uh of age. I'm 32. He's 32. He has a master's degree in biomechanical engineering, but he comes down here to volunteer, fix things. I set the Gilness world record for oldest altar boy. You know Gilness, that book about fishing records? And altar boys. Yeah, I know that one. He comes around, you know, every weekend. It's a lot of, you know, hammer and nails hanging stuff up, to be honest. Because you Absolutely. know our Jesus is loose. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I know the the uh, yeah, that's a good point. And you can't you can't exactly the, the optics of a priest going up to fix the nails in Jesus. Lionel's not, not a priest. Oh, he's falling down again. Hang on. What's worse, him going up there during the you know giving of the what the fuck do you call that during the uh, the the. <laughs> The snacks. What is that called? The snacks? The wafer. The communion? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, what's worse? Him going up there discreetly during the communion and nailing Jesus back up or Jesus falling down in the middle of my parable about the sheep and the flock and all that? I feel, Father, like, I... I feel like there's a, there's a middle ground at some point in there. That, uh, you think the... we should do it not during the service at all? I think that would be ideal, actually. I think I we know. have to change the the word communion to holy snack. I, I, I like that a lot. I need. I don't think that's a good idea. Well, I, something that we're working on, Mac. I don't know I'm if you a holy want... snack. He, it's fine. Lionel needs um, to calm down. I mean, something that we're working on actually is religious lunchables, Catholic lunchables. Oh yeah, or lunchables. Yeah, we got the wafer in there, little like juice cup of communion wine, and that's it. Yeah, we don't need as many compartments, but the premise is the same. You take it with you, you open it up. You know, it's good for school lunch. You take it to church so you feel included. They, don't they already kind of include you because everyone lines up for that part of the service? Not if you're not old enough, right? Like, you have to wait until you're old enough to get your community or something, right? Yeah. A lot of people, the line makes them anxious ever since, you know, because we've got all those crucifixes along the walls. And a couple weeks ago, when all they all fell, took out <laughs> Mrs. Was, Jenkins. Are you making the nails on the, on the, on the crucifixes, man? I trust Lionel. <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake. Hey, really? they stay up. For a while, anyway. I don't know if there's a permanent solution to this. Crazy clip. More nails. Speaking of solutions. I think you need to understand that your friends just don't seem to respect you, Mike. I, I got it. Thank you. 
Lionel, the that's first, a good insight, the Lionel. First sane thing that you've said all night. It's like nine in the morning, hun. I don't. Mike, like, have you been awake for all night? Yes. Yes, I have. Oh, that's not good for you. You don't want to do that. But but in your story, you just said you went back to sleep at two o seven a.m. Oh no, I went here. Um, I couldn't sleep, at- so I left. I left at two, I left there and came over here uh, immediately to uh, to see. But you guys weren't around. So what? No. You slept in the pews. Yeah, basically. Oh. oh, Lionel, you were supposed to lock up last night. I used the best nails we had. I don't know what happened. <laughs> so then what? So you came here. What, did you sleep for a little bit, or could you not even sleep? Couldn't sleep, just On waited. the pew. You didn't try to sleep kneeling, did you? Oh, yeah, no, I absolutely do. My chiropractor loves me for it. So what happened after that? Did you did you go back and try to work things out with your friends? Well, eventually I did, but, you know, Father, I'm actually... I, I'm talking a lot about Everybody Loves Raymond, but before I, I keep going, I just want to... Can I get your opinion on this episode? I know you watched it, because it was broadcast for hours on well, end last night after Alex fell asleep on the remote. I did. I happened to catch it uh, this morning, actually. I, I I went to bed early last night. That's a whole other story, but... I think I'm going to go to bed early. So I opened my Bible this morning, and I'll be damned if Leviticus wasn't the script of this episode. I don't know how y'all did that. How Levit- Leviticus was the script of the episode? Yeah, I opened a Leviticus... 320, and there it was, the script to move over. Oh, so I know, read through it, of course. You know, that's how we that's how we did it. We made a deal with the... Uh, with Gideon? No, with the St. Raymond's Barinbel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The St. Raymond's translation? Yeah, that's the one, yeah. And it, uh, yeah, you must have snuck in, snuck in your way some at some point along the way. I don't know what to say, but I I just went through it, and because I was reading, I was like, this is going to become Leviticus at some point, but before I knew it, I was seeing, you know, executive producer Phil Rosenthal at the end. Yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll get you every single time. I just wanted your opinion on, well, first of all, this interaction that we're having right here, is this something that you deal with on the regular as a priest? Because like I said... Raymond seems to be okay. Did you take offense to the idea that you're not a real shrink? As much, as glad as I am to have you here asking me for advice and spiritual counsel. Usually I like to, you know, have my morning, if you know what I mean. I don't. I get up. We I get walk coffee the dogs, scones. Get coffee scones. I like to get on the uh, elliptical for 20 minutes, but... I came downstairs and there you were. So uh, I'm not saying I'm not glad you're here. I'm just saying usually people wait until we're open for business, so to speak. Open for business? You guys just open your doors yeah. and you talk to anybody that walks in? Is that how this Yeah, works? we have office hours. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's usually like right before, right after the service. Uh, people come in, you know, we give them spiritual counsel, advice, help with geometry, that sort of thing. We might have to hold a couple people back this year, Lionel, by the way. Uh, I was hoping not. Grades are due today, and uh, that ain't looking good for a couple of them. I know. You know, I, we and we really have worked with these kids. Jennifer. And young adults. 
I should. Yeah, you're right. I should give them more respect. Jennifer. The uh, other Jennifer. Gabriel. Jennifer with a G and one N. Jennifer with a G and two N's. Yeah. Yeah. They really. They've really come a long way, and you know. I don't know if they've told you their stories, but they've been through just a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I don't know. Maybe we can come up with some sort of extra... What? Sorry, 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 sorry. This is something else. Sorry. What uh, what was your second question for me? Uh, I wanted to... I wanted to... Okay, I guess I'm going to change it now because this kind of took us by... What was your your assessment of Father Chunley's advice... Hubbley... Hubley's advice to uh, to 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 Chum Lee was from Pawn Stars. <laughs> Are you a big Pawn Stars fan, there, Lionel? I am now. Great. <laughs> hey, and Lionel's pretty excited because you know he did go through the seminary. Don't tell anyone. This is big news. But we did. We were first in the draft this year, so we picked Father Chumley, and he's coming to Limbrook, baby. <laughs> Chumley's coming to Lindbrook. Father Chumley. I see a lot of value in that purchase. Oh, that's great. We got him locked into a 10-year contract. It's going to be... Every I mean, week. just hopefully he doesn't blow out his ACL because, you know, we're really... We're gambling on him big time. What was your question for me? How did Father Hubley do? What was your assessment of his advice? You know, Father Hubley... Who's played by? I don't know if you know this. I'm just a big fan of, uh, you know, dance in the 1960s to 1990s kind of area. Dance uh, is played by Charles Durning, who's actually been on Everybody Loves Raymond before in the episode where they did Ray and Deborah's wedding. Yeah, as Father Hubley, right? Yeah, Charles Durning. In addition to all his various other pursuits, actor, veteran, was a dance instructor. Uh. So it's good to see him again, and pr- particularly exciting for me, because boy, could that guy Charleston. I mean, it's in his name, most of it. His, he did seem, I will say, you know, I like to meet my meet my parishioners with a, an open mind and an open heart. He seemed a little beleaguered by Ray, and clearly he still hates Ray after, you know, nine years when we last saw him. Well, just mean, has no fairness, patience for the man. In all fairness to Father Hubley, my understanding is that unless we you have a close relationship like you and I do, Father Chuck, um, it's it's really not very common to just drop on by the priest office with no mass, with no appointment, with no anything. Office just to, hours. Just to, yeah, just to kind of stop on in and just be like, hey, I need to tell you about my wife, which also kind of feels like showing off. Were you doing an impression of me? I was kind of trying to go for Raymond slash Borat, but it didn't really. It kind of, kind of came into you. Bor Raymond. Bor Raymond. Yeah. It, yeah, I, I did think it was pretty unusual. Um, I do. I thought, you know, Father Hubley had a couple of good lines. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, they weren't laugh out loud funny, but Ray says he's having trouble sleeping with his wife, and Father Hubley goes, "What is it? Another woman? Another man?" Um. And Ray says, no, 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 just sleeping, regular sleeping. Believe me, you're better off without it, he tells him. And that is not true. Lionel and I, you know, we bunk up all the time. You, you're a pro- I, I, Father Chuck, listen, I actually, to be clear, I don't care 
what you do in your spare time. You're a good priest one way or another. But you didn't take a vow of celibacy when you came into the priesthood here. Sleeping. We sleep together. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What am I thinking here? I'm I, I'm sorry. We sleep in what you might call a, a spoon's position. Oh. Okay. But we sleep. It's fine. It is fine. He's 32 years old. No, I'm not saying it's not legal. You can, like I said, you can He do has a master's in biomedical engineering. You've said Not that, that I need one. You've said that so many times, and he said that so many times, that I'm starting to doubt that he actually has a degree in biomedical engineering. Oh, well, you doubt that I have a degree? I have my PhD in biomechanical engineering. No, biomechanical yeah. engineering. engineering doctorate. You know, it's a funny story. We actually met each other when we were both stealing the those degrees from other people. He, he kids. He, I, I worked very hard on my dissertation. Yes, he, he dis- made a whole plan to steal it. Dude, what was, what was your plan? What was your dissertation on, Father Chuck? My dissertation was, you know, bio, biomechanical engineering. How can we separate a human being into the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Ah. You know, three persons, one God. And they gave you a doctorate for that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Mine was the bio, the mechanical, and the engineer. But we went to, yep, you know, I earned it. And look, am I a professor of biology at Hofstra six days a week? And I only come in on Sundays? Maybe. This is a very strange arrangement I'm now realizing for you. Um, Do I have a couple of troubled kids that I'm really trying to get through this semester? Maybe. What are you here to ask me about? Is Lionel really my TA and I'm just, I have him helping out around the church because he can't unionize and, uh, you know, can't make a living wage? Up to and I can do, decide. I can exploit him however I want and it's fine, by the way. Because I want him to. Maybe. What'd you come here to ask me I about? feel like I've asked several questions here. <laughs> and we're getting a little bit close to... Have you had a parishioner give you this much pushback as uh, as Raymond gave Father Hubley? I don't I don't know if I saw Ray uh, Ray's reaction as pushback so much as just he heard something that he doesn't uh, want to do, and he's Raymond, and so he's not going to do it. Closing his eyes and all that, yeah. All right. What do you think, Lionel? I think the whole concept of this is a little sad because Raymond goes to his to to the church to try and figure out a solution to his issue, but then ends up almost in a sad way trying to figure out a way to get his wife to stop embracing him at night. So it's almost like the whole episode builds up to him working so hard to show that he cares about his wife so he gets the prize of not having to touch her in at night. Then you just see her at the end of the episode touching him anyway, and you could see on his face that he almost like he was just doing this just for himself, and it was actually really sad. I, I definitely do feel like he definitely misinterpreted what Father Hubley was trying to say to him. And so I, uh, I think that I think that, that was part of. That was kind of. I don't know. That I, was a funny moment. I was excited when I was reading about him. You know, like telling Deborah that he's making an effort. He wants to, you know, show affection to her. I was like, wow, he really took that message to heart. 
And then we find out it's all transactional with Raymond. He just wants what he wants. I was very disappointed in him. But Mike, you came in here for advice on a similar situation. Yes, I want my coworkers to stop touching me. Well, what what ended up happening with that? So you you came to the church, tried to sleep in a pew, and you weren't too successful, so you went back? Is that right? That's correct. Hmm. What happened after that? Well, so when I got back there a week again... Adam. Uh, what? I can't sleep, so you can't either. Where'd Mike oh, go? Um, Is he not on Jonathan? No, Jonathan's just there. He's deflating, actually. Oh, no. He's in his refractory period. Yeah. I think he, uh, I don't know. Maybe you think he went to get more Ovaltine? But, like, I've also been awake for, at this point, 36 seconds. And I know to get to the kitchen and back only takes 30, 34, so... I don't think he's going. Hey to go guys, away. I'm back. Uh, oh, hey Mike. Mike. Hey. Did you bring me Ovaltine? I didn't. I didn't bring. But you where, any where? Where? I decided to well, go to the church. Why? I tried to try to get some advice and try oh, to get. The, you're always going to a fucking church. Jesus Christ! Why would you hey, go to hey, the church listen, to get advice can... at two in the morning? God oh, damn sorry, it! Two forty in the it's, morning. It's always God's time. Excuse you. First of all, jot, jot that uh, down. Like, I'm pretty sure God makes house visit house calls. I don't think your your Christian rock career is gonna take off that that song title is so clunky yeah it's always it's god always time. god's time so jot that down yeah I, you're not even a geologist okay how listen. are you gonna know which rocks are religious speaking of geologists actually i was just i was dreaming about the episode and you know how in the hot clothes the the last scene i love robert what a what, is, a what an adorable hot clothes addressing Allie's class. Um, Allie had to bring him in because they're doing show and tell, and it, this week is P, um, which I want to talk about in a second, but in the hot clothes, Robert is standing in front of this group of kids, and they don't care about police at all. They think Robert's a giant, so they're asking him questions about that. One of those children is Julia Scroven, daughter of our former guest no holy crap no who went way. to oberlin college and got a degree in geology wow good wow for, good that's for a Julia. reach in my cursory google of the guest stars i discovered this yeah. there's actually think? a segue we could get her on the show I, who I, would want to be on this I, show? I don't i don't think i think we're her good. dad that's true you think it's genetic you think our kids will want to be on this show? No. No, probably but not. But the show will be over by the time we have kids. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Barring an accident. Accidental continuation. <laughs> so, yeah. No, no, we We're accidentally hit record. Got renewed for a ninth <laughs> season. God damn it. Can I tell you about the other children? I'm just going to rest my eyes while I tell you this. Uh... We got another appearance from Sally Parker, who's played by Tess Oakland of the infamous Parker family. Um, we've talked about her before. We don't need to do a deep dive. But we also have a kid named Marty. McFly? No, not McFly. Marty Abby Schneider, no. who uh, was in this episode and then went on to be a writer, artist, and podcaster. He does a podcast called called Hero Club. 
which is a D and D thing. Oh, that's yeah. excellent. Is it is it popular? I don't I don't know if it's popular. Um, it has a website with its own we domain. Have we have a website. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, so it's legit. And he's doing pretty well. It seems like. Um, but yeah, those are the kids in this. I want to go back though. Uh, when you were a child, did you have this letter-based show-and-tell uh, system that Allie's class is supposedly adhering to? Do not believe I did. Yeah, I think it was pretty much like open season. Like we were yeah, having like show-and-tell, bring in whatever you want. I feel like it was show-and-tell once or twice a year, and then it was it was very much bring in a toy, bring in a, I don't know, bring in something else, you know, it was stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, mine was kind of. I do the remember same. specifically when I was in second grade, I did show and tell, and I brought a toy that was a robot hamster that when you clicked it in a high squeaky voice, it played, it sang the song "Everybody Was Kung Fu Fighting" while it spun around a little nunchuck. Wow! Oh, that's awesome. It, it do you still have it? That's great. No, no, I was like, it was that was that was a few decades ago. It, 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 ah. it was, it was great though. I was the coolest kid in the school for about. Until the next kid came up, but yeah, that's wow. pretty. That's pretty amazing. That's incredible. I don't remember I, anything I brought in for show and tell. I remember one kid brought in like one of those like those like maze balls where it's like a like a ball and then like glass over it. And yeah, there's like a little ball inside, and you had to tilt it to solve like the maze. I thought How'd that, that was the coolest thing ever. I don't remember how the other kids th- thought about it, but I was like. I want that. And I've never gotten one. And you know what? Actually, I'm awake now. I'm going on Amazon. <laughs> um, I'm sure Maze you won't ball. regret that 3 a.m. Amazon purchase. Yeah, here it is. 12 bucks. This is uh, Ooh, uh, good thing we're not 20. putting this out because I don't imagine any listener would want to hear you order something from Amazon. You'd be surprised, buddy. You'd be surprised. All right, and it's ordered. <laughs> What's the uh, estimated delivery on that? Uh, tomorrow, actually. Oh wow, so, one day. That's a, that's, a, that's the, good time. By the time, by the time someone's Mike's, a prime member. By the time Mike's uh, at church. Oh wait, hang on. They have multi multi colors. So let's play a game real quick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a random it. letter, and you tell me what you would bring to show and tell. Excellent. Let's do it. W. Water. Uh, <laughs> that sucks. Walmart. Uh, you would bring, bring an entire Walmart to, to, to school? No, I'd bring the school to Walmart. Oh. Wow, that oh, would be feels, great. That's a that's a that's a baller move, actually. That would kill. Yeah, that would kill. Give me another letter. This I like this. Well, Mike, this give us a letter so I can play. Oh, right. Um H. Heart, human Helicopter. heart. Do I get double points if it's alliterative? No. Human heart. I, you know what? Yes, I'll give you double points. You, Adam gets two points. What do you got? Half a oh, human man. heart. Give me uh, three. Uh, that's that's triple. Yes. Right. Um, I said helicopter, but like a toy helicopter, like a Hess truck helicopter. I'm gonna oh, give there it. There it is. I'm gonna Here's give it to H's. the sociopath that. Um, yes. I'm gonna give it to the sociopath that brought in half a human heart into a kid's classroom. All right, Alex, yes. your turn. Okay. Um, G. Jamaica. Jamaica. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, that was obvious. Yeah, we got it. it. Yeah, there we go. All right. Um, Okay. So I also want to talk a little bit about. Okay. Oh, so we're just awake now. We're just up. Yeah, we're just up. We're just up for the episode. I mean, yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm good for another at least half hour. Luckily, I put the arabica in the bedside table, so I'll just munch on this. Okay, that's fine. Do you hmm. have any, by, by any chance? Do you have any artisan strains of cannabis by on on you at any at any by any chance? Here, let me check Amazon. Nope. No. Oh. Sorry, Mike. Too bad. I'm sorry. You just... You're gonna have to go to church sober for once. Uh, fucking the... drug addict. What's even the point? Gotta gotta get it on with the most right. high. Come on. Anyway, um, <laughs> but you were you were saying. I was saying, um, so th- this this kind of discussion of uh, of a child taking half a human heart to school. I also got to say, can we talk about the lack of supervision that Frank gives the kids in this episode? Just he says he he's watching, he watching them. them. He just, he's watching. like sworn not to interfere or something. You know, you know what I thought was even worse. Like, I mean, yes, no, he does have like he does take the oath of the watcher from Marvel where he cannot interfere and uh but he observes um i think what's worse is that when you know deborah and marie come in deborah's like okay kids let's go get you cleaned up and she sends the kids off and then proceeds to clean up the mess and not worry about the kids yeah i was thinking that too actually like, the, the kids just run away and do not havoc. come back the living room is going to be is going to be covered in child imprints of chocolate yeah no 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 you know, the 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 good parent goes with the kids so that they cannot spread the mess any further until they're cleaned up. Or at least does a cursory wipe, because I don't know if they stepped in it. Like, I would check the shoes. I would make sure that they can use their hands so they're not getting it all over. Because I assume that Allie can wash her own hands. She can help the twins wash their hands. But you gotta gotta just... Gone with them. That's also true. I'll help the kids, dear. Neither Marie nor Frank... Did anything? Marie put away Deborah's groceries for her. I know where things are, dear, or I know where things go, dear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, will, they I will are also where say, I wonder. Subtle jab. Yeah, I wonder if how many takes do you think it took for them to get the spill right? How many bottles of chocolate syrup do you think were lost in the in the making? Hopefully, a lot. Yeah, that'd be funny. If I'm a kid, I don't know. I'm screwing it up every time just so I can knock more over. I didn't actually see the mechanics of how it got knocked over. Did one of I them? I think like... I think I think one of the twins literally just uh, tipped it over. I, I don't like think the... it was like a like a string or a little mechanism. I think no. I mean, I don't like, mean a All right, knock it over mechanism. I just mean as in how did it happen? Yeah, no. One of one of the one of the twins twins swatted it. Hmm. Um. No, Frank was perfectly content to to sit there as well, just reading his newspaper. Uh, eventually, he was going to get to that back page with the lightning on it. I don't know if you noticed that. Uh, you know, I like yeah. to look at a newspaper that shows up in an episode where it said weather, and it said the it was just. I mean, it was a normal weather forecast, but they were expecting some storms. That's true. Either a storm mm-hmm. happened or a storm was about to. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear? Unless you have anything else to say about this scene, do you want to hear some? My really specific detail that I noticed that then led me down a it wouldn't rabbit be hole this of fun podcast things. if you, we didn't. Was it was it, it the Flutie Flakes? Because I noticed them in the background. No, I didn't notice that too, though. Flutie Flakes are back. Um, I also, um, yeah, I, I wanted to, um, I wanted to say I thought it was very, 
just the the idea of you don't need to make a meal out of it you can kiss her you don't need to make a meal out of it was kind of a funny line from frank mm-hmm. um i don't know just funny to me that the what the mother of his grandchildren and has who has been that way for about nine years is still getting getting picked on for pda i kind of thought that was uh realistic well- funny. To be fair to Frank, Ray kissed Deborah in this episode more than we've seen in the past seventy episodes. Combined, like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Actually, yeah. this was the most PDA we've ever seen him give her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they both looked really uncomfortable. <laughs> like, like they acted uncomfortable. I don't, I don't mean like the actors looked uncomfortable. No, it yeah. was, that's a, I, I understood. That's a fair. That's a fair. I mean, they, they properly portrayed uncomfortableness. Him forcing. The stroking of the hair of the shoulders, very uncomfortable. The very, really one kiss, one the, kiss is fine, you know. The very awkward that would be really nice. And the very awkward moment of him having his hands full of the crap and going for the hair and then pausing and then just headbutting her. I thought that was <laughs> kind of funny too. I thought, but I did like him making the effort, and I thought it ended nicely. Let's go wash our hands together. I thought that was funny. Yeah, that, I, was I, nice. that made me laugh. I, of course, again, it was all is, a lie. Yeah, I think this is another thing of like you know Ray doing the right thing for not the right reason. Yeah, he's like, this will get me something I want, and not like I love my wife and want to touch her. Yeah, he's just it's it's something we've seen a lot with Ray, and it's hard every time. Um, speaking of hard, um, cold open, when Deborah first rolls over and Ray thinks she's getting up and, uh, false alarm, and then he says to his penis, don't get up. Pretty, pretty that's, that's what I call morning wood. So in the hot close of the episode, Robert is standing at the front of the classroom behind Robert is a calendar which has stickers on the days that have gone past. Mm-hmm. So this episode, or this scene, took place on either March 8th, 1999, or March 9, 1999. I'm going to say it was March 8th. Depending, so on, if they, I'll be depending on if they put the sticker on. Depending when day, they yeah. put, if they put the sticker on day of or the following day. Mm. Maybe day of makes more sense I for kids. I think that would make more sense, yeah. Well, that's good because March 8th, 1999 was a much more interesting day. The Supreme Court upheld the conviction of Oklahoma City bomber Timothy McVeigh. Hey, we got him. We got him. <laughs> we uh, got him, baby. Joe DiMaggio died. Uh, on hey, this we day. got him, baby. <laughs> no, Alex. No, we don't. <laughs> sorry. The no, that did, was mean. Not the that was really mean. I'm sorry. I'm tired. As did William Wrigley III, American hey. chewing gum mogul of got the Wrigley hey. Gum Company. We got him, baby. Do you want to guess what the U.S. number one song was on this day? These are courtesy of onthisday.com. This on March 8th, 1999? That's right. I'm going to guess it was late 90s. Was it in sync? Alex, what's your guess? Probably Despacito. You don't want to make a serious guess? I am very serious. <laughs> I'm never not serious about Despacito. Well, the U.S. number one song on March 8th, 1999 was Des Believe by Cher. Oh, that was a good one. It would have been very funny if you... If it was, if it was like an earlier me. cover of Despacito or something like that, that would be, that would be really great. Believe. By Cher, which many yeah. people call the Despacito of the 90s. 
I wouldn't disagree with that. In the UK, the number one song was When the Going Gets Tough by Boyzone. That's a little something for our friends across the pond. All two of you. All, all fans of Boyzone, that's for you. This is kind of a... We should start a boy band called Barone Boyzone. I'm in. Let's sing right now. So, I yeah, and then they, yeah. then they started singing, and I was happy in the moment, but if I'm being honest, that kind of scarred me a little bit well, what how did it scar you what were they singing about they were singing about they, they sang a song that just said mike sucks mike sucks he can't sleep and that's hilarious to us oh i'm so sorry that happened to you that sounds like classic bullying it doesn't Do you actually think it's possible they were singing about your socks instead of you know your actual they, suckage that's the kind of lateral thinking that made me choose Lionel as my TA, I mean church handyman. I, I will say the, the third line still is kind of mean when he says the he can't sleep and that doesn't matter to us. That's still kind of kind of rude, you know? I don't know if singing about socks make it wow. better. It's both bullying you and then also saying we don't care about you at all. Yeah. You, we don't even think about you. Exactly. I think that's also bullying. Maybe. By the way, Mike, you had something on the back of your shirt when you came in. It's, oh, yeah? Uh, it says, hello, my name is Loser. Oh. Yeah, that might be might be from them. It might also just be a leftover from high school. Wait a second. Lionel, this is signed by Jennifer with two N's and a G. She oh signed God. it? Yeah. You know what this means. I think we find our way to get to her so she can pass biology. Yeah. How does Mike her to have Mike. anything to do with that? If two options, you're free to come with us, but if you'll excuse us, we we gotta get to Hofstra fast. I'm gonna sit here and pray and thinking about what I gotta do to make my life a little bit better here. And also, there's a mm. there's a baptism by suds that I don't want to miss. I don't know. I kind of want want you to come with us. I All think right, you I'll can really connect to Jennifer. Oh. I'll come with you, but it sounds like she's in high school. I don't. All right, let's go. She's in university, oh, Hofstra okay. University. All right, I'll come with. And on the way, you can tell us more about this uh, sleep problem that you had. Sure, I guess I will. I guess it just—I kind of covered most of it. I just kind of think that it doesn't take it back. I think you come in on the th- on the third beat of the chorus. Like I'm getting really frustrated with this. Wait, wait, Did wait. Charles Durning return our email? I know it's been 15 minutes, but I, we really need an instructor for these moves. He's not He's not returned any, any emails yet. Um, can I make a note on the song itself? Fine. Sure. I, sure. Don't, I thought it was locked, but go ahead. I don't like it. That's not very constructive, Mike. It's very mean I'm to me. Throwing personally. in an extra sucks just for that. <laughs> Don't that's think good. That's this is so funny because we're tired. All right. <laughs> Make sure we get it down on the sheet music there, Alex. The, you got it. The bassoonist is not going to know what to do if the charts aren't right. Yes. Um, oh, yes. The four-part bassoon harmony. God. Bassoon-mini. The Look out the window. It looks like the... How is it already dawn? Jesus. We've been writing this song for... 6 a.m., man. This is I'm fucked so up. Mike, so... you ruined our sleep. I'm like, why'd you do that, man? You guys kind of ruined mine. I feel like this is fair. Anyway, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Like we're here to support Alex. We're here to help yeah. him. And you you've made it all about life? yourself. I mean, I don't usually like reprimand you, but I think I'm gonna like I'm gonna like tell somebody. Who are you gonna tell? I'm gonna tell uh, Dolores in HR. Well, don't tell do her that. to Come on. block Just block your key card from City Hall. I, guys, I'm sorry. I don't mean to. All right, guys, we can. Let's just all make one big spoon, okay? One big spoon for the next hour or two before we gotta actually get up. If you think this will work, and we'll all be well rested in an hour damn or so, right. okay? Then let's give it a shot. But okay, let's all I let's all know. get together. Let's yeah. all go. Let's all and go. actually, while we're spooning, this actually gives me a good opportunity Ow. to talk about. Uh, about another part of the episode that um, I wanted to talk it's in about. Between my ribs. Yeah, I know. There was a there's a point in the episode where Deborah and Ray, you know, they're having their argument, and Raymond starts going off on, on about like why men cuddle, and it really made me upset. <laughs> it was a real sitcom man husband like yeah oh it was like a real that was a classic joke. that was the that was the was classic like, um oh, like, well, yeah men the men don't want to cuddle unless they think it leads to downstairs cuddling yeah. i gotta be straight up with you guys even though we're joke cuddling right now cuddling is the best physical intimacy is great for a relationship it's so cool when it's all so parties nice. are okay with it i want to make that known because you know this was your suggestion yes i know and you refusing to move your elbow, just that one little thing could, could throw it all off. That's all I'm saying. I have, you know this, I have carpal tunnel. Yeah. Um. I mean, maybe Ray's just being, like, upset because he's tired or something. But, like, dude, how can you say that to, like, like the person that you, like, agreed to marry? It's like, I don't want to touch you unless yeah. it's going to lead to satisfaction, you know? There's like a, I get like people aren't always touchy. That's fine, but like you know, come on, man, what the hell? There's a huge difference between I don't want to sleep in this particular configuration because I'm not comfortable and it negatively impacts my sleep, and I don't want to touch you ever <laughs> unless I'm getting fucked. Good yeah. old good sex. old sex, Jinx. good old sex. Ray's um, more concerned with good old sleep in this episode. That'll like, be in the think, trailer when I cut the trailer think, if I finish your highlight reel, Mike. Nice. Love do it. You think this is, do you think this is a like a, a situation where Ray really means it when he says he doesn't like to touch his wife or maybe he just sucks at communicating and is trying to say more of what Adam is saying where he's like, the configurations you put yourself in with me are not comfortable. I think that he's just being a whiny little bitch boy. I don't know if he genuinely means it, but I don't think he's trying to say make any nuanced point. I think he's just grumpy and frustrated and just wants to make, you know, just wants to make a large hyperbolic statement because it's the most dramatic in the moment. I think he's enough. bad at communicating and what Mike said. Yeah. Um or yeah. maybe he, or maybe or it's just the classic hey, I gotta touch my wife. Gross. She's a woman. Woman have cooties. I like that that take the best actually. That is a good take. Yeah. Um, and like, I guess we should talk about it. Um, but the sunrise is very beautiful. This window, by the way, I mean, what a view! You yeah. can see all of Limbrook from here. Yes, we're on a hill, by the way. Town Hall's on a hill. That's right. 
Town Hall is at the top of Muhlenberg Mountain. Which is yep. a landfill. Yes. It was. It's just all the garbage that was accumulated from the filming of Everybody Loves Raymond got put right here. We, put <laughs> the ta- we built the town hall on top of it. Sorry, I'm just I'm entranced by the sunset. Look at that bird flying majestic. What is that, an eagle? Maybe it's a robin. That's a, a blue-breasted barone. Oh, shit, it's a goose. It's goose killing... What was it, Mike? That's goose hunting Gus. Goose hunting Gus and Gus hunting Goose arch enemies, but they need each other. Oh, Oh, the the goose is shooting at him. He's shooting back. The The goose goose is shooting back. Fire! God, we really. Oh my God! This is okay. We gotta get like the police involved or something. Now, oh wait, don't worry. Look on the horizon. Is that is that another bird? Is it? That's not Superman, obviously. Oh, it's a plane. It's Sully. Sully again? I thought we got rid of that guy. I don't. Hey, he got he got a plane somehow. He's in a cockpit somehow, and okay, took that's both of them really, out. That's a bottle of Jack. Well, in his that's head. what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. Am I right? Yeah, miracle. What a what an amazing end to this night. And uh, with that, I think it's about time I get up and get ready for work. I should go to okay. church. You got your new sign, Adam? You ready to go? Yeah, I changed it from separation of church and state to uh, separation of church and steak because of that restaurant they're building. I don't oh, know if yeah. you if yeah, you notice no. that like the front, what is that called? The apse of the yeah. church is, it's become like a beefsteak Charlie's kind of yeah, establishment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's it's uh, it's it's getting real popular. I believe it's called um, what is it? Um, not on Fridays. Maybe <laughs> that that's good. Oh yeah. Well, they got the loan. You know, they got Lent, so now they can open the restaurant. T G I N F. Thank God it's not Friday. <laughs> These are all great suggestions, Mac. But I mean, I think we're pretty locked with the name of the restaurant. Yeah, you got a better name? A better name than Thank God it's well, not Fridays. Yeah, it's it's been locked. We've had the sign made. Ruth's Christ Steakhouse. It's gonna be huge. You might be finding a trademark on that one, but that is a good name. I still think we should have opened a church's fried chicken. Well, that would have been perfect. Hey, if we get the permits for the chapel, who knows what we can do? Well, here we are, and we're just gonna park in the faculty parking. And okay, all right, let's. Uh, Run. Oh, there she is. She's coming out of uh, Robert Barone Hall. Hey, Jennifer. Wow. Jennifer, do, do you recognize this man? This is Mike G. Oh, oh, Mike Jamaica? Hey, That's I, right, Mike uh, Jamaica. I, I, I've seen him before. Hey, how you doing? Uh, he- hello, hello, Jennifer. Uh, Father, what, what exactly are we doing here? Well, Jennifer. You don't get it? You yeah. know Mike G as Mike G, but there's another name you call him, isn't there? Another you? nickname? I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe this will jog your memory. I think this has your signature on it. Jennifer won and told me not to sign it. Yeah, all right. Well, can look at him. This guy's a loser. Hey, listen, I got, I got feelings. Okay, Jennifer, I don't know you, but you clearly... Why are you calling me a loser? Who told you to call me a loser? I, I, just, I just went off the vibes. Okay, that was it. That's it. Well, Jennifer, what what makes Mike a loser in your eyes? You mean bes- Tell us. You mean besides his dorky classes? 
besides his uh, his his rotating uh, graphic T-shirts that make him look like he's a cast member on The Big Bang Theory. That is true. Besides That's very his, funny. He does have that bumper sticker that says Bazinga. His terrible little if hair you saw screen. Mike in real life, you would be like, "Wow, she's nailing that- this." Barone Zinga. <laughs> yeah, and what is it with every single thing that he says has to be some form of a pun? He- I don't know. Yeah, you know what, Mike. Mike, she's right. You know, just because you see a BA somewhere, you don't have to make it a pun. I, 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 I agree. I'm sorry, Jennifer. Go I, on, I, Jennifer. Go on. I mean, I mean, look, she's just guys. This guy's just a walking, a walking. You know, a walking. Do not fuck sign. I'm sorry, Father. I don't mean to use that. <laughs> Jennifer, but it's 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 bad. He can't he can't do this here. What what did I bother? Father, you asked me to not I think, lie. Lying is a sin, and I didn't lie. Didn't lie once. Well, good, because I, I have a surprise for you. Lionel's been recording this the whole time. This has been your final what? exam, Jennifer, and you passed. What? What? You oh, yeah. have finally passed the sexual reproduction unit by correctly identifying someone who will never sexually reproduce. Here you go, Jennifer. You're graduating summa cum loud, and Mike is graduating summa father, cum father, never. I gotta say, this no. is not cool at all, actually. <laughs> I came to you as a friend for help. Well, I'm gonna show my parents. They're gonna buy me a big old convertible. Oh, this is gonna be great. Wait, Jennifer, I thought you were a trub- uh, an at-risk inner-city youth. What? Who said that? I go to Hofstra University. I'm from the Bellrose. I got, I got, I can, uh, there's a convertible Camry with my name on it. Well, Jennifer, um, we're, we're so proud of you. We really so didn't proud. think you were going to graduate. So um, you'll notice that, uh... The bow is on the top of the car, but um, unfortunately, um, while it was being delivered, apparently a uh, a, a, we're we're in touch with the mayor, but this is just the top half of a Camry. Yeah, something happened. We we actually have no idea what happened. Shit, a goose! Whatever your financial situation at home, Jennifer, thank you so much, Mike. You have really given this young woman a future. She is graduating with a BFA in poetry from Hofstra. I feel Hofstra. like we had a whole episode or a whole few hours where we talked about the need to get my friends to show me respect and how I can do that. And you just came and brought me here so I could look a young woman in the eyes and her tell me that I'm going to be a virgin for life. <laughs> <laughs> this does not feel like a productive conversation, to be honest with you. Well, that's politics for you. That's the Lord's work, Mac. <laughs> now, did you say episode? Have you been recording this? Uh, yeah, I am. But you know what? We'll do the. I'll tell you what. We'll do the the. You want to do a feed? Yeah, drop? we'll do a feed drop where I where I we'll put post it, on my feed. We'll right, post on yours. Post, we, Instagram does that thing where you can post from two accounts at once. We'll post from the Barone Zone and from Aw Shucks Chuck when this episode drops. Now that's synergy. I can vibe with that. Lionel? Lionel, that's me. I love you. Oh, my okay. God. So it's fine. Me, it's final, Lionel. That's my podcast. He's under my umbrella. He's on my network. It's, like it's doing numbers. Kind of, I like it. I like it. Oh, Mike, you're back from yeah. church. Yeah. Um, Want I some fried I... chicken? Yeah, we got chicken and waffles. We used your Uber one to get I chicken only had, and waffles. I only have one more free Uber meal is. on that, guys. 
Don't worry, we got we gave a hundred percent tip, so it's fine. So now I'm I'm paying for the meal that would otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine, but look, I took um these special pills that Alex had, so I'm awake now. I'm fine. We we got to do the episode is supposed to come out today, so we got to do the barometer quick. That's okay, though. We have the whole conversation from last night. I remember literally none of it, but I remember it was recorded. Oh, all that stuff we did? Yeah, that's recorded, but we didn't do yeah. the barometer. Oh, yeah, we got to do the barometer. No, yeah. let's do We got the now. bulk of the episode. We just got to do the barometer, and then we can stitch it together, put it out, get the ad money, finally buy the king bed, and everything will be fine. So... Anything you want to say before we do uh, the barometer? I mean... Last night's a blur for me, so maybe we We didn't forgot. really touch on the fact last night that Raymond straight up lied to his wife. Oh, yeah. Nani yeah. Barone. What a psychopath. Oh, yeah. That so, was fucking from, from On the one hand, straight up evil that, that Raymond would just make up that story off the top of his head. On the other hand, Robert did not even bat an eye for a second in, in just... He didn't pick up on anything. He wasn't like a, oh, yeah, you know, the we Donnie Barone stuff. He just straight up ratted him out. And I gotta say, yes, he was the best bad one. But I'm also like, I'm also thinking to myself, like, he just, he just straight up, straight up ratted on his brother. That was, that was, that was also bad. I guess that depends on if you think Robert should be responsible for Ray's lies. And also, Robert probably didn't even understand well, what was happening. He just, like, He's talked dumb. about yeah, no, that's uh, that's super fucked up of Ray to do, and like, 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 dude just doesn't want to fucking deal with this to the point where he's just like, I'd rather lie and garner sympathy so that I don't have to work on fixing myself. Yeah, and it, like, I actually kind of forgot about that section of the episode, and I think in my mind, Ray just dropped like another couple points for me. <laughs> yeah, just for that, it's it's bad. Um. And how dare he disparaged Yonkers? It's just a whole Yonkers thing. You know we're sister cities with Yonkers. Yeah, hey, yep. I just signed right to, next door. Mm, I just signed the sister cities thing. Oh, you were with serious Yonkers. about that? I thought that was amazing. Yes, I signed it. Oh, I got the DocuSign overnight. I signed it. Um, they're going to be shipping their nuns here, and we're going to ship our nuns we're doing there. A, we're doing a, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a. It's a sister act oh, cities program. Yeah. Gotcha. Yonkers with honkers. <laughs> Please, I, we've everyone in town has asked you to stop talking to the nuns like that, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's funny. They blush and get get embarrassed. I mean, Father Chuck, you have been on his podcast a lot lately, so I think he likes it. But everyone else, I mean. I don't know. Um, I'm sorry. I just like, I don't know. Are you the one with uh, an 86% approval rating? No. Neither am true. I, but still. <laughs> You're closer in that you have one. Yeah. I have an approval rating. That's we'll true. We'll never say what it is. No. I mean, and it definitely won't ever cause problems for us. So I will tell you it's double digits. That's right. <laughs> Which two is a mystery. Speaking of digits... We now have to turn our attention to the barometer, which is our classic rating system on which we rate Ray's performance on a scale from 1 to 10, with 10 being the great dads of sitcom history, your Danny Tanners, Uncle Phil's, and Carl Winslow's, and Mike, give me another example. Um, um, Bluey's dad. 
Bluey's yeah. dad. Yeah. Great. <laughs> and one being the bad men of television history are Walter White's, Don Draper's men who actively harm their families. Alex, another example. Mm, what about Homer? Homer's Homer is a pretty bad... I mean, the choking alone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he he, he goes through it. And he kind of has arcs throughout, throughout the, the 30-some-odd seasons, but yeah, he never stops choking, and I'd say that, that that's a pretty bad dad. By the way, Alex, we had to pull last week's episode down. Fox hit us with a lawsuit for the Marge. Your Marge was too good. They thought we were using audio from the show. So. No, don't do it again. Come on. Yeah, this episode's going to be great. Don't do it again. We can't take it down. Okay, okay. This so, has been a really good episode, so I won't, I, won't, uh, I won't ruin it. Well, Alex, why don't you go first, then, with your score for Ray for this episode? Thanks. All right. I'm going to try and ignore the fact that on a fundamental level, I do disagree with Ray's philosophy because people are entitled to their own opinions. And I would hope that Ray, well, actually, no, like, it's fine to have that opinion of like, I don't really do like the touchy thing with like the person I I live with. That's fine. But like, you should have that conversation before you spend nine years living together. Um, you know, like that's probably like a month two discussion. Like, Hey, you know, I'm not a big cuddler, you know, not year nine and three kids. Um, I think overall Ray's fear of conflict and confrontation drive his actions and like drive him to do really shitty things like lie to his wife. Um, like overall, like, like just be fucking awful. And I will appreciate that he does try to solve this problem at the request of Deborah. Going to his priest is an interesting choice, but this is Raymond. Um, but then, of course, trying to, you know, show his wife uh, compassion so that he does not have to touch her. Overall, I'll give him like half a point back for his creativeness at the very, very end of the episode because that was legitimately very funny. Oh, yeah, um, we didn't even talk about that. Oh, really. the switcher with the balloon. I'll give him, yeah, that was fucking amazing. We referenced it in our own shenanigans last night. Um, I'll give him like a, like a 2.75. 2.75. Pretty, pretty freaking awful. Oh, that's pretty bad. Adam, you go next. Yeah, just. Thank you. And just to call out um, Ray's shenanigans, uh, Deborah falls asleep all over him. He, you know, tries to get her off, resolves to using the pretty clever, you know, physics wise, uses the sheet to pull Deborah back to the other side of the bed um, and then swaps himself for the uh, blow up punching guy uh, and then gets to Deborah gloms onto it and he gets to sleep in peace. Pretty clever. I, I like that. I'm not gonna give him any points for it. Um I think making up the story, bad. Um not addressing this at an earlier point, bad. Um going to Father Hubley, trying to make a change, good. Finding out that him making a change was purely so that he could get what he wants and he didn't actually learn anything, bad. I'm definitely in your neighborhood, Alex, but I think I'm going to say 2.5. All right. So that's where I'm coming in, Mike. I'm going to say, you know what? I think that Ray gets a bad rap in this episode. Just going to say it. I think he does. Think he think he didn't do anything wrong. Think he was. No, I'm joking, obviously. Um, 
Yeah, don't bring your own personal experiences into yeah, this, listen, buddy. I, okay, listen, I'll say I sympathize with Ray here. I understand that, uh, you know, sometimes people have very specific sleeping situations and that can be hard to adjust to. I also understand how, you know, women are, you know, they want you to touch them. It's weird. Now, that's, that's number two. Number yeah, three. you understand I get that. it, I get it. Number three. That was Mike, brutal, we all Adam. saw the commencement speech. We don't need to talk about it, okay? We don't, we don't, we don't got it. She brought it up again. <laughs> um, yeah, she was the valedictorian, and she used it to, to just continue uh, you know, calling me a loser. I gotta say, to warn I, I people. Need- I need a shirt that says you look like a walking don't fuck me sign. That's the funniest insult I've ever heard. Shop.postfund.org. It might be up today. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so like nonsensical. I love that. You did get me on that one. <laughs> don't fuck me yeah. sign. <laughs> but genuinely, but genuinely on, a, on an actually serious note, like, Sleeping arrangements and the desire for for sleeping situations, that is a major issue in a lot of marriages. There are a lot of couples that have different, sleep in different beds, which, hey, listen, do whatever works for you. You have different needs, different different sleeping styles, whatever. Um, I just think Ray just didn't want to sacrifice anything here. And that was the fundamental issue. So I'm going to be a little bit kinder than you guys. I don't think I'm going to go as low as that. I think I'm going to give him a 3.2. 3.2. that kind of adds up to a 2.81 or 2.82 for this episode. I don't know if we're doing hundreds placement. We'll call it a 2.8. Okay. Because that sounds right. right to me. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, yeah, that's uh, that's okay. Yeah. But, uh, you know, another, I mean, this is two in a row of bad ones for Ray. He was 3.8 last However. Week. There are some. Yeah. There were some good belly laughs in both of these past episodes. I like this one. Oh yeah, no, I the episode, episode itself, yeah. I really yeah. liked. A lot of very good. Ray comedy. was a shitty guy yeah. in it, With- and like, like there's an obvious correlation. Like usually, the lower Ray does on the barometer, the more I like the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it yeah. it's funny to watch this horrible man be horrible. Mm-hmm. Not he's not horrible. He's pathetic. Yeah, true. He is pathetic, yeah. and it hurts the people around him. Okay, anything you want to say about move over before we get our day started? Uh, and sorry, one. Mike, we did. We only got two chickens and waffles, so um, you can <sighs> gnaw on the cutlery. We have them include cutlery. I'm continuing to bat a thousand. I'll, I will eat the cutlery. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to say about this episode? I'm good. I got all my rage out. All right, cool. Then that means uh, there's only one last thing to do before we sign off, which is to remind you that we are on Instagram and threads at barone.zone. We're at facebook.com slash baronezone. You can email us at raymondpostfund.org and find us lots of other places. The Baronis Zonus is uh, alive and well. Go to postfund.org slash donate to pay what you want to get a monthly bonus episode. Our most recent one was uh, the second installment of our middle rewatch of the episodes that Ray and uh, Doris Roberts appear in of the middle. So that's fun. Go check that out. Next time on the Baronis Zonus uh, for January, we are... Uh, ranking the episodes in season one 
of Everybody Loves Raymond. Ray and King them. So check that out. Tier list, baby. Tier list. Check that out. It's about time. See where they fall. We're going to be doing that regularly on the Baronasonis, so that's something to look forward to. Big plug. Alex, I think there's only one last thing to say, though. You sure are. And I gotta say it, I guess. (laughs) Thanks again. And remember that everybody loves Raymond and and we we love love you. you.